Anyway. Wow. Hello. And welcome back to Your Take is Excrement, a show that we took like a month off of. Yes. So I'm going to rattle off the list of things that were preventing us from doing episodes. And I am incredibly sorry. There's a lot of stuff. It wasn't a like, let's be lazy. It was a holy fuck, I don't have time to sleep uh, month. So, at least on my side, I was uh, out of town for the entire time and I was staying at hotels on army bases. And fun fact about hotels on army bases, uh, shitty fucking internet. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They don't want the, they don't want the people hanging out there looking at porn. I spent uh, 36 hours downloading uh, Shadow of Shadow of War. (laughs) That's a long time. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and it, it's it was just it's been hell. It's been rough, but we're here now. We are here now. Um, yeah, and I've also had a shitload going on. I mean, like between touring stuff and working on collaboration stuff with people, and also just life like i yeah it's hard to just find an hour in a week and just sit down sometimes so but we this is us kind of being like hello my friends this is real this is Um, real we are back we're back we are going to be doing this weekly again yes and Um, i yeah i should be in town for the foreseeable future i uh and anywhere they could possibly send me that we still have like contracts with our place our civilized places um that that will have good internet connection, or worst case scenario, you'll catch um, your take instrument from a public library. <laughs> um, head on down to your public library down. and give a listen to to your take is excrement, the worst show on not television. So uh, this week this week's episode is on come and see. Um, but before we get into come that, and see these nuts, huh? <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, sorry. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gay. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so before we get in, I also want to say we're um, we're still trying to get back into the flow of things, and uh, we just weren't able to get the video going. Yeah. For this episode, we do we did have a lot of fun streaming this and having a video component, so we will have that back up and running as quickly as we can. We're trying to get it so that it's just like an automatic thing where it's already set up and we can just pop into the studio, do the thing and do then the hop thing. out. Yeah. So, um once we got that to a place where everything is just like perfectly comfortable, then yeah, you're going to be seeing the visual component of this a lot more. Um but yeah, okay. But so, yeah. does that cover most of That the covers just about everything. Okay. The, the other thing I want to to uh tell, say, speak into existence before yes. the episode. And it's the reason I am uh drunk right now. Oops. Uh, immediately after work. It wasn't a mistake. Uh, An intentional drunk. It was it was intentional. It's um, okay. I'm drunk most of the, the time. The I needed the power of whiskey. And let me tell you what. It is powerful it is powerful so i am trans i <gasps> what what um who's she yeah i've i've been out to uh friends and socially for a while yeah i uh on friday was at the goodbye cat <laughs> it did not like the wind on friday you were at i was at uh planned parenthood getting getting my blood drawn and uh the girl pills 
Um, and so the thing. Let so, me tell you, it's been kind of weird keeping that secret. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So my name is now Maya. Um, yeah. So we're going. We're going Maya now. We're going Maya. Don't fuck it up, or I'll kill you. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, May asked me this before the podcast, and I was like. Well, why don't I just make my shitty afternoon content and let the people hear? <laughs> yeah, what so. if I take what if I take this and make it content? Anyway, yeah. so t- tell tell so, me all about uh, it. So last night I was like, I'm gonna do a coming out trial run. So I called my sister, um, yeah, who asked two clarifying questions and then has ghosted me for the the last uh, 24 hours. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah. Uh, so I spent all of work fucked up about it. You should just send her an, an emoji of a little ghost. Just in text <laughs> message. Um, well, so then I came home. I drank a bunch of whiskey. Um, and I, uh, like 20 minutes ago, dropped my coming out letter in the family group chat and turned off my phone. Uh, oh, and then I muted my dad on Discord because he has my... <laughs> he's a friend. Yeah. He's my friend at Discord. So as we speak... Um, I, I would assume that there are many calls in vain coming through my turned off phone. So that's about how my day has been. <laughs> well, um, so, so do you, are you kind of of the, of the mind that, so you did send this. Yes. It, you, you were looking I, at it and you were like, send it. Well, bam. <laughs> last night after my sister ghosted me, I was like, well, like, uh, she was my out. she was my trial run because I felt like she would be the most supportive and if she's like I am out like this just isn't gonna go well and I and might as well like, just accept that the, yeah the like her calling my mom and letting my mom know before you before get a chance to I get a chance to would uh piss the hell out of me so I was like all right well I'm gonna I'm on a deadline so yeah. I'm just gonna like. Drink a bunch of whiskey and pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, listen, we've all been there. Uh, I, apparently, my life is now watching content of people drinking whiskey and then pulling the trigger. <laughs> so I know all about this, actually. Um, yeah. So. Wow. Does that mean they're not going to listen to the podcast anymore? Guys, I'm going to miss you. I, Y'all had the best opinions. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what will happen. All right. Um, I. Unfortunately, we'll have to turn my phone on eventually and deal and, with this. And when you do, <laughs> oh boy, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, so uh, you know, it's also equally possible. You should know that while they may not be uh, super, you know, kosher with everything, you know, they might not be harassing you. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, listen, so I, I'll just open up. We're, we're here. So when I came out to, I'm a, hmm, how do I say this? I'm also a transgender. I know that that is a surprise to you at home. Um, anyway, uh, when I quote unquote came out, um, I came home from a lovely day uh, and I found my mom like sitting at the table and she was like, uh, I found all of your secrets. And I was like, oh, good. Well, I'm going to go slit my wrists. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, she she sat me down and drilled me for like two hours about how I 
could not do that and that would damage the family and yada, yada, yada. And that she would never accept me. And she screamed at me like a whole lot. And I mm-hmm. never even got to say the words, yeah, I'm transgender. Like I never got to come out to her. Mm-hmm. She forced me out and then screamed at me. So like, this is a, this is not a, um, how do I say? This is not a uncommon experience well, um, in the United <laughs> of States. I'm glad to say I'm doing a bit better than that, but I saw this yeah. meme. You that, at least got to get ahead of it. Yeah, I saw this meme that I was thinking about on the way home, listening to uh, Trapo Trap House about Crapo. about eco terrorism, uh-huh. and it's like it's like a a a screenshot from who's that the the animated Lord of the Rings guy that Dan Olson did a video oh, on? Oh, uh, Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Bakshi's Aragon talking to Frodo, and he's like. And Fred is like, but what if there's no hope? And Aragon's like, then we will have revenge. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, so are, like, you, are you in so, the <laughs> revenge stage? I, 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 I'm not in revenge, but it's like if there's no dream of hope, then I will, I will dream of revenge. So it's like, yeah, my trial run didn't go well, so I will burn it down. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like if this won't be hopeful, this will be vengeful. Yeah. So instead of like, I hope this goes well, I'm like, I will burn this family down. <laughs> well, and there's a, I think coming out is a, is a very powerful moment because it's literally the moment where you're like, I'm going to stop beating myself up and start beating them right. up. Fuck well, you, you know, and, but you don't want it to come across like, you want to be sweet about it. But then like after they reject you, which almost inevitably always happens, you have a tendency to be like, okay, well now I live in spite of this. Yeah. Well, and like, and May read my my letter before I before I, I sent it. I in fact did. I did. Um, and one of my big arguments was you can either love the concept of my of dead name or yeah. you can like love who that you actually who, are. Who, who that became and who I yeah. am. So it's like yeah, if like if it's up to them and whatever choice they want to make with that. So yeah. anyway, not to not to harp on about this. Yeah, just a big old moment in my life. Yeah, so everybody say uh, congratulations and fill the comment section with cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, wow, so now, let me get this straight. So now we're supposed to talk about a war movie, yes. even though this is going on. Yeah, um, Okay. so we'd like to thank our sponsors, Machine H Productions oh, and the yeah. RPG hashtag iHunt, and also <laughs> Ambi Dream Studio, it's an Essie store. Um, Thank you More. for enabling this queer homo homo <laughs> yeah. fucking crap. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for this. This podcast is now double the queer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two. Two. It's a lady podcast now. So dudes who were like, I feel represented. Congratulations. You lose. Well, it's funny because I've I've I haven't been out as trans at work, but I've been out as queer at work for a while because right. someone like my fourth week working there was like only steers and queers come out of Texas, and I was like. Bingo, dude. Bingo, motherfucker. You got it. Nailed it in one. I don't have horns, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, all right. The movie Come and See. So, um, come and see these nuts. Come and, I, yeah. So, I watched it when I was in New York, and my initial thought was, I don't, A, I don't want to talk about this movie on a podcast. (laughs) B, I don't know why anyone would want my or May's opinions on this movie in a podcast. Yeah, I agree. And C... I I thought I I was going to make it through without crying after the midpoint, and then I broke down and wept. Was wrong. (laughs) Was incredibly wrong. So, but then... After I decided, I was like, well, we're going to need to 
I'm going to explain to everyone who really wanted to come and see episode why I disagree with with their their judgment. I watched the dipshit who inspired the season of Sigma's takes on Cummins. Yeah, see? okay. So, um, what's homeboy's name? Kino. No, 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 no. I don't no, no. give a no, fuck. No, 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 no. I don't okay. care. Let's talk about it. I'm. Uh, this is where I'm at now. Where it's like we're not okay. starting beef. Well, we're just no. talking about also, the arguments as they are. Don't go interact with this dipshit. Oh no, like, no, definitely like, don't. Do not go interact with him on Twitter, <laughs> on YouTube. Nothing. Okay, but the, the I, the I would, I, I would put on boxing gloves and fight him. But no one else, <laughs> no one else do anything. I am just incredibly annoyed at him in general. Yeah, um, well, so so there's a specific kind of guy, and um, I don't know, let's call him a Sigma male. Yeah. I, um, no, there's a specific kind of guy that gets out of film school and has like, you know, I've seen the 10% of movies that most people haven't seen um but that doesn't ne- that doesn't necessarily know like that doesn't indicate in any sort of way that they know how to think yeah and it doesn't and i'm not saying that there's like a right or wrong way to think but there's there there is and <laughs> media literacy is a very important thing yeah how and, do you make it out of film school without understanding how to like yeah well, so so what is the purpose of a film YouTube channel? Okay, I, of course, have opinions on this as a film person who's been doing this for 10 years. Um, my opinion is that uh, a YouTube channel is about encouraging media literacy. It's not necessarily about trying to... Um, trying to represent yourself in any sort of way. It's not an egoist activity. It's very, like... I'm trying to give the tools away for free that I had to pay 40 grand for. <laughs> right. So like, cause like fuck film school, big, big hot take. And also I'm going to say it, fuck college. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've grown to dis- disagree with a lot of uh, the schooling that I mm-hmm. was trained in. So, I mean, there's practical knowledge, which is good. And I could sit down and be like, here's what a microphone is. Like I, but you hear my audio. Clearly I don't know how a microphone (laughs) works. Um, but, but like, uh, the, the point I'm an, I'm an audio installation technician and I think it's magic. Yeah. There you go. You can't prove me wrong. Literally just magic. Um, Just magic. Yeah. So like my, my, uh, my ideas about the way that this is supposed to be, uh, is that it's it's not really an uh, it's an act of self removal, mm-hmm. even though it looks like an egoist thing. It's an act of self removal. Um, at least this is how I sleep at night. And uh, so so watching, I watched uh, I watched a video. I watched a couple videos. Um, not not for this podcast, uh-huh. but. I mean, I watch them and I'm here and I'm angry. So right. let's go. Yeah. Uh, so I watched two things. I watched the Kino Corner video on Come and See. God damn and, it. And it made me come in my pants. No, I'm just kidding. That's funny though, right? It made me come to his house with a gun. There, oh my God. <laughs> Careful. Um, yeah. No, I mean, he he's just got like these... Uh, there's this period in the halfway point of the movie where, or the video, sorry, <laughs> uh, where he he like is um, uh, out outside in military fatigues, yes. and he's like, communism is very well, bad. Let me well, explain. But he's doing he's doing the like three by or the square. Oh yeah, four by squ- three. The four by three shot the film is filmed in and every he's single to, possible he's trying thing. Trying to do the not blinking like 
like hollowed stare at the camera and shitty fucking camo outside of his house. But and the <laughs> problem is he's not a very good actor or no. filmmaker. So I, it, it, you're just kind of like, what is happening? Maybe he went to school for screenwriting. I, I <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> nah, you think that okay, the writing would okay. be more, more better. Or no, no. Okay. At Here, that point? Okay. Here's what I'm going to say real quick about, yeah. about, about Mr. Kino. Let's check up on him in about five years and, and see if it's still Mr. Kino. <laughs> yeah, it might be Mrs. Kino. You know what I mean? Big, um, anyway. Big, uh, big, big, energy. about to have a, a like, Existential like crisis. Shitty, <laughs> shitty right centrist egg energy. Yeah, over yeah. There. Um, well, and, and that's how I would describe it. It's like, if, if it's right leaning, which is why I feel completely okay dunking on it, because like he doesn't realize, I don't think, uh, that he's being extremely right wing, or maybe he well, does. Well, I haven't even told you about his most frustrating right wing video. He has a frustrating right wing video? Please so, elucidate this. Um, He did a video on Sallow. Uh oh. Uh oh, spaghetti yo. So did I. Let's hear what he has to say. Um, So, what he Tear was trying to say is. The neo-fascism that the movie was combating. Yes. So, okay, so to recap, in case... It's, is it awesome and great, actually? Is uh, that what well, he's no, no, saying? No, 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 no. To, to, to recap our takes on Salo, it's, it was a movie that... Was- Criticizing the active relationship of Italians with an old neo-fascism with, that with, literally, like... Right, but the director was, like, seeing a rebirth, and he's like, fuck these guys, I'm gonna make a movie about how they eat shit. Yeah, or how like, they're still around. Yeah, they're still around, and they eat shit. And in, in how we haven't, as as as, as they'll make us eat shit. As Italy, how we haven't dealt yeah. with this cultural problem. Exactly. We uh, so his take on uh, Salo was that it it was less about fascism Uh-oh. about about El Deuce. Um, I always love it when people call uh, Mussolini by the like name the like the 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 friendly name El Deuce. Oh yeah, instead of It's a good bit. Yeah. Um no, but um he was like it's about El douche. It, it's about <laughs> douche. He was like it's about neo-fascism and what and what the director thought neo-fascism is is uh fast food and the globalists. Yeah. The globalist filmmakers. And it's like I, I the globalists. Wait, uh, does he actually? Literally says globalist like like the globalists, and then he specifies like the globalist filmmakers. Like for those well, of you who aren't in the know, Alex. Um, when, uh, when, whenever Jones. anyone on the planet <laughs> says the globalists, globalists, that means the Jews. The globalists. So he's making a video about Salo, saying Salo is about how the director was was anti-Semitic, and that was a good thing. Right, which is it's like not you, what's being said. No, it's like, hey, fascism's really fucking bad. Yeah. Like, like, well, well, and so you know, you can. The thing is, like, Ital- uh, Okay, uh, oh, Italy. He also, he also, he was also like, yeah, they're all like, uh, insert spicy word for gay people. Not, 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 not a slur. Did he say the fact? No, word? no, 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 not uh, queer. No, uh, um. Sodomizers. Sodomizers. Yeah, uh, okay. which was a very weird. I would have used rapist, but I mean, okay, sodomizer. Yeah, that's fine. People, anyway, it's, let's let's not be too mean so to people that who was, commit sodomy. That was like the 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 all time low for Mister Kino. Sino, uh, Kino. I Kino. can't remember his name. Um, yeah, the, I can't the, even. The I don't whiskey's... even. I just. I even misspell it when I type it. The whiskey's <laughs> taking hold of me. No, anyway, but like back to his takes on. 
come and see, like, a majority of his video was like, well, yeah, it was really fucked up that Nazis locked, like, villages and barns and burnt them alive. But, like, and, like, literally, I'm, I'm not saying this as, as, as a take. Like, his literal take was like, well, the, the Soviets executed prisoners of war. It's like, I... What does that have to do? It's like, executing... A, executing prison, prisoners of war is not ideal. It's, it's not great. It's also not as bad as burning non-combatant women and children in a barn and like, raping them. Yeah, innocent families <laughs> like, and then enjoying that. There is a difference between those two evils. Um, yeah, exactly. And if you're going to go off about Soviet evils, there's so much more you could pull. <laughs> well, and the movie is taking place in Belarus during a very specific conflict. Right. Like, and it, it, anyway, it's just, it's an, it, it's an incredibly frustrating, like, misreading of the movie. Because, like, so, what, from what I've heard from the movie going in, I expected just a straight, war is bad. Like, just full stop. Like, that was, yeah. I, I expected that to be just the one and only theme of the movie. I was pleasantly surprised when there was a good deal of, like, um, biblical surrealism yeah, <laughs> to yes. it. I really enjoyed that. And then also the, uh, how in the end it was like war is hell war is the worst human experience war dehumanizes children and turns them into adults when they're like 14 like yeah. war is the the worst thing humans have wrought on this planet um like modern industrial uh like like uh, mobile war is is an evil hitherto unknown by man. But it's a horrible necessity but to get rid of people you, who burn we, villages we, of women and children alive. Yeah, but alive. we have to fight the Nazis. Yeah, like, exactly. It is, it, it, and so I, I didn't expect that ending take of, like, of, of, the, of the main character, I can't remember his name, but he goes through the horrors of war, he is permanently scarred and tortured by what he's experienced and what has been done to him, and the ending conclusion is, I will continue to fight, but I must keep whatever humanity I have left. Yeah, exactly. And the so and, and that's the, come and see. I'll see you next week yeah. when we talk <laughs> about uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought it was a beautiful film. Um, yeah, as it is. Yes, I agree with you. Um, and I, yeah. God, I just. Kino Corner. Kino Corner. You want to meet him in the corner. I want. You want to meet him I, in the Kino Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, two trans women uh, have have uh, such violent urges. Um. Anyway, it's these, fine. These violent delights. <laughs> these violent, violent delights. Oh my god. So, well, so um, yeah. So come and see. Uh, but so I I watched this other video on YouTube, and I'm going to make some sort of grand point about all this. So watch the Kino Corner video, and I. I crap my pants. <laughs> and then and then I watched this video. I might have even talked about it on the podcast before, but it's been a while and I can't remember. But it was a video um, analyzing the movie Brain Damage. Oh, yeah. But it does it through the lens of quote-unquote practical science. Um, now, if you don't know, Brain Damage is a movie made by Frank Henenlotter where a guy has like a puppet... Uh, worm friend thing uh, that gives him drugs in his brain and makes him go all woo I'm on drugs uh, and um, of course there's like a big 
because it's Frank Henry Lauder, people be fucking puppets. It's a fucking thing. So the movie is like real edgy and real shocking and, and real stupid, but it's a comedy and it has absolutely nothing to do with shit. So this guy was like, I've decided to simultaneously shit on the movie constantly without understanding that it's literally a joke and also analyze it through the lens of pseudoscience and uh, talk about how his like worm aliens planet must have been like this because of, I jumped out a window to my death. I was like, this video is the worst video on YouTube. It's well, like it's just, I watched half of it and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of my, I'm going to leave this room. I cannot stand this. It's big, like, Sargon of a Cod energy. Uh, yeah. Um, well, and, and so the person that was making me watch this stupid, fucking, absolutely abhorrent, uh, gay-ass, derogatory, um, shitty video uh, was when I was like, dude, uh, this sucks. Like, this video? Garbage, actually. Uh, she was like, no, it's actually very good. And I was just like, I queued is up, this I, how we're going to have this argument? I queued up every CinemaSins video after this. Yeah. Uh, and and um, this is entirely a goal to make May's brain explode. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So, like, um, so I guess I wanted to say that I think YouTube was a mistake. And honestly, <laughs> if it were down to me not having a career and YouTube being gone, I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, you know, that's fine. Like, we lose out on, you know, um, what do we lose out on? What's good about, what's good on the YouTube? Come and see is free on YouTube. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, see, that is pretty who's great. Gonna, who, who, who's going to enforce the copyright? The Soviet film ministry? <laughs> Right. Well, and as we know, they're uh, violent uh, murderers, uh, according to Kino Corner. So uh, we need to be worried, uh, be worried about what they're, they might do to us uh, um, for talking about their movie. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just checking time. Yeah, no, um, I get you. Um, yeah. So um, it's, it's hard to start talking about Come and See in any sort of capacity, but it is our most requested movie. And that's, that's like worth mentioning. Well, People yeah. be requesting this shit daily out there. So, yeah. And so to circle back, I think I am willing to talk about this on a podcast because. Because if you don't, then the opinions you're going to hear about it are going to come from Kino Corner. Yeah. Um, I, I would rather y'all listen to me be drunk and stupid than Kino Corner be sober so, and sober extremely and stupid. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. And just not getting the point of the fucking film. It's like he's the kind of guy who'd be like, well, George Orwell hated hated communism. George Orwell uh uh hated hated all like like George Orwell's nineteen eighty four was actually about communism. And I'm just going to ignore the fact that he uh, fought in Spain with the communists against fascists. Right, exactly. <laughs> like my my man got on a boat to go kill fascists with communists, and people were like, "Well, I don't." George Orwell actually wasn't that frustrated with fascism. He was more about anti-communism. Right, exactly. <laughs> like I think he made it perfectly clear by the people he killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and the spread of the idea that. Like, okay, we well, I was talking about this this whole week. Uh, so for context, if you listen to our podcast but don't watch my YouTube channel, which please don't start, um, 
It is. Uh, I have. I've been doing the not safe for life iceberg, which is essentially a, a laundry list of, um, you know, gore videos from the from the aughts that had a lot of shit uh, to do with the way that people be thinking about stuff. And one of the big commonalities is they're always like communism, communism, cosmic. This is what happens when communism, like look at all these problems and not realizing that like a lot of those problems were literally created by American capitalism in other countries, look which at, has been like my big thing about communicating. It's like, look, well, at, look at these, these right, these, these like ultra right wing fundamentalist Catholic death squads in, 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 in South and Latin America. This is what would happen if communism, and it's like, yeah, they're exactly. Being, they're like the, the, it's like jump to the school of the Americas and the CIA is like, hey, you want to like, you want to live American opulence and excess? You got to kill all the communists first. Yeah. And not only kill them, but you have to kill it. You have to kill them in the most unbelievably gruesome way and then use the, the torture images. Yeah. Uh, as a, as a technique to terrify the enemy so that they will stop being open about their beliefs and stop gathering. And so that's the big thing about the school of the Americas is like the actual goal was because there were a lot of communist revolutions in South America at the time. They were like, we're going to institute a thing where we can teach uh, world leaders that are more or less unafraid of being violent Mm -hmm. Uh, being really violent, uh, we're going to teach them how to use that to prevent communists from gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they can isolate a communist, then they can deal with them. But in groups, they're afraid of them because that looks like war. It, it is war. I mean, there's been revolutions. So they're like, uh, they're like, all right, guys, so we need to start not scaring the communists, but we need to fucking horrify them <laughs> they're the uh one of my favorite episodes of behind the bastards is about the school of the americas and robert evans goes like gets really flustered he's like here here's the audio of of like american trained death troopers gunning down a a uh a like communist catholic priest in his congregation he's played the audio yeah and it's and just it's like, like and it's there like, it's it is. like it's like as an american your tax dollars bought this and this is the receipt. Like here, here, here's the receipt of our government. Yeah. Well, and like I, uh, I'll open up. I'm uh, deeply influenced by Robert Evans. I think that he is a fantastic um, uh, person. I don't know if he's a great person. I maybe, but I know that I, I like what he stands for. I like how he argues, and I like basically the the route of his life. Mm-hmm. Also. Um, he and I both lived in Denton, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's like a bunch of shit like that, but, um, but no. So like I have been trying very hard to take this that he has done and not just copy paste it into my own content (laughs) Uh because it pretty much covers it. Mm -hmm. But, um, that, that thing that you're referring to where it's like, here's the receipt. 
Mm-hmm. That is the one thing I've left out of my videos is like I never cut to the thing right. like at any point. And but there's a part of me that's trying at least somewhat to find a somewhat damaged or mild version of something just so that I can be like, look, here it is. Here's literally them doing the thing mm-hmm. in a way that isn't going to piss off my entire audience. But it's- at the same time, I don't feel like people need to experience this but i almost feel like as an american at this point if you're going to be out here being fucking racist against south americans because of their quote-unquote violent tendencies then like you should see you should really see and hear the 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 legacy of violence as it's been created by us see what destabilized each and every country that's that that, that's having problems in south america yeah exactly there there is there's three letters, and it's the, the CIA. Yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, we I was talking about the war on drugs, and a lot of people were saying that I was being conspiratorial because the war on drugs is good, actually, and police are fine, and the FBI is good. Imagine and being that dumb. That's how I feel. What's the fucking boot taste like? That's what I've been asking. Like, you know? like can you can can you describe can you taste the, the, the blood the... of children on the heel, or is it just leather? Yeah, uh, how's the sweat inside? <laughs> so, like, no, I mean, uh, I've been hearing this a lot where it's like May is very, consp- like, doing conspiracy theory shit now. And it's like, it's not a conspiracy it's, theory. It's on Wikipedia. It's in- it's always incredible when it's like the DEA, the DEA or the CIA is like, yeah, we super duper did this thing. And then, and then everybody's like, like, that like, sounds like it's, a conspiracy. Like, Love's just like, it's really fucked up the government did this. And then everyone else is like, we don't know that they did that and the cia is like we did we did do that we absolutely did and we'll do it again yeah we absolutely did uh carton carton crack to try to destabilize black communities and it was like who knows (laughs) i don't know if they did that (laughs) well and i've heard this a lot where they're like they didn't sell crack to the black community to destabilize them that how could they how would they and it's like i know it's wild, but it happened. Well, like, why CIA, are we pretending that it's, it yeah. didn't? Because it's hard to believe. It's it, 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 those same people. The same people who will be like, "You're being conspiratorial." Will be like, "Well, yeah." And actually, Trump's the secret shadow president, and and in two weeks they're gonna hang a Biden. And you're like, "Oh yeah, right, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm being conspiratorial with my facts. Yeah. Um. Oh well. Fucking idiots. Well, yeah, uh, and and I'm kind of like. I've watched a lot of videos where people are talking about these issues um, because there there's an uptick lately in people that are openly reviewing gore content in individuality on the internet. So they'll be like, hello, and today we're talking about Daisy's destruction, the most horrible child. And, and you're just like, dude, like, this is content to you? Right. Well, <laughs> like... like- Something that I, I I thought about a lot and kind of have been wrestling with since like the start of the Ukraine shit is like, um, you know, obviously both countries have like incredibly massive propaganda arms. Yeah, it's uh, true. And you like, and I, I'm on. I'm like, I think that that people should like have countries and should be allowed to like keep their countries. And I think that imperialism is bad actually yeah sovereignty and is good generally. sovereignty is good imperialism is bad i don't but i don't think like ukraine's not perfect as a democracy like they no, have a of lot of not. problems and but like anyway so that being said i'm not i'm not pro i am pro-ukrainian but also like 
the fact that they have Nazis but with in their the national... caveat that there's big problems. There, it, it's it's not good versus evil. This isn't fucking Star Wars. We're not twelve. Like yeah, there's it's like both sides have Nazi paramilitary groups fighting each other. That is like not ideal. But in terms of like the the like grand narrative, let's go Ukraine. But um, I. Yeah, Mostly no. for the concept of sovereignty. It but, actually yes. doesn't have anything to do with the country itself. Yes. Uh, um, I don't know any like, like Ukrainian people. Um, and if I, I mean, everybody that I, uh, people have come to me and been like, I'm in Ukraine and it's very scary. And I, like, I deeply understand that, um, you know, I mean, but, I'm of the mind well, that the United States, while not being openly bombed by other countries or whatever, is currently under siege by the uh the american right i i think that anybody who's who's pretending that that doesn't that isn't happening is full of shit like we are in the this country currently under siege by the american right like they hold way too much power and sway they've completely warped any concept of like a left-leaning person because a left-leaning person has to pander to them and um so there was this thing. Do you remember Gamergate? Do you know about Gamergate? Yeah. So during Gamergate, there was this, and I know everybody's going to be like, no, I want to believe it's different. Uh, but no, it is like this. Um, when, when one person goes and commits uh, an act of terror, may it be, you know, harassment, posting somebody's address, taking a picture outside their house, something like that. Um, there can be people that are like, oh, I don't fucking, I don't fuck with that, but I am part of this movement. They don't realize that they are actually benefiting from the actions of that person while attempting to not take responsibility for the ideas that led to that. Right. So, uh, the same is very much true of this, where it's like people, uh, don't want to take responsibility for the fact that the problem like we are they don't want to take responsibility for being like for fucking a lot of people's lives up for hundreds of years but they do benefit from the terrorism like the right they do benefit from this like constant terrorism that's going on now right so yeah i mean it's 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 difficult because like the American right is incredible at like trying to dodge responsibility for mm-hmm. literally the things they're benefiting from, but it could not be more worth saying that they are actively benefiting from the fact that we are under terrorist siege in this country by the American right, um, and it happens all the fucking time. So to, so to go back to the Ukraine thing, though, um, I remember early on there was a video that I saw where a Russian troop transport helicopter got shot by a man portable missile and it okay. like just blows up but it's like visually cool cuz you see like the the smoke like the smoke stream from the man pad you see like the helicopter and you see like the smoke changes and it's like just visually really interesting and I was like wow that's neat that's really cool and then I was like yeah 30 fucking people just died yeah exactly like just like, like just, just like that just dead yeah and it's like you know reddit like banned a lot of the shock gore subreddits but then everyone's like great about just oh here's a video of a drone dropping a hand grenade on a bunch of russians trying to like um extract two wounded people 
everyone's like, yes. And it's like, yeah. Well, and Jesus, well, like, and, and God damn, just like let them leave with their wounded. Fuck. Uh, yeah, like really, we're gonna we're gonna film them before the bodies are even like. Yeah, and you just it's like it's it's just really fucked up, and how it's like you know everyone's, you know, so it's like it, it's weird that people draw the line where it's like, yeah, here's this horrific industrial accident, and someone getting like like molten metal dropped on them, and that's horrible and fucked up. But then like. Just mean like yes. Whenever and then you see like, on. well, then you see like a grenade being dropped on a bunch of wounded Russians trying to like retreat. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, fuck, have, like, like, what's the difference? You know? Yeah. And so it's I don't know. I, I I think it's just like the internet has just this really weird like disassociation with with violent content where it's like, oh my gosh, it looks like it's in an action movie. Yes. Compared to like, oh, this is an industrial accident. This is horrible. But like, people, people like are both dead. Like, like th- their yeah. their existence has ceased. Like their their, their life families has are been grieving. snuffed out. Yeah, and it's like, be it in war or an industrial accident, the fact that we are watching this because like modern life is so boring somehow that this is what we choose to do is like I don't know. It's really fucked up. And I, and I'm not and I'm not trying to say anyone's wrong. Or anyone's like evil for doing anything, because like yes, I, I people have morbid curiosity. Yeah, it's not necessarily have... wrong to have morbid curiosity, but I do believe, I believe this wholeheartedly that it is wrong to have morbid curiosity, engage with morbid content, and not completely understand the impact of what you're seeing. Right. Like, if you don't understand the situation that led to this and you're watching it out of context and just, like, snapping your fingers, like, yes, then, like, you're literally just giving them everything they want because the, the people that are that are using this kind of shit to get to people, you know, people don't see the act of filming an act of war as terrorism, but it's true, and it is. Well, and, and also, like, I know there are, like, these videos of, like, um, Ukrainian soldiers would like pick up the phones of dead Russians and call their families. Yeah, and that's so fucked up. Yeah, it's super fucked like, up. Don't do that. Like, yeah, and it's like, and it's like everyone's like, wow, they're they're so nice, like letting the family know. And it's like, no, it's like imagine if someone called you, get a phone call, and say, I just yeah, killed your, I husband. just killed your husband. Uh, stay out of my country. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, have have some empathy. Yeah. Well, so there's this video uh, um, where these these paramilitary guys like um, catch these like four prisoners of war, and they're like, "Okay, um, well, behead that guy." So they behead the guy, and then there's like three of them, and the three guys are like, "Fuck, we're gonna get beheaded." And then they're like, "Okay, go ahead and hit these two guys." So they behead them, and then they hop to this last guy, and the last guy's like, "Look, like." Um, I'll defect. Like, I'll defect. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. But honestly, you don't have to behead me. Like, there's not actually any functional reason to do it at this point. Like, you beheaded my friends because they held firm. I will not hold firm. (laughs) I literally don't give a fucking shit. Just don't behead me, please. Uh, Because you don't actually need to. And I actually feel like I'm probably more valuable to y'all alive than dead. And the guys, like, that are doing the beheadings are, like, looking at each other and they're just like, nah and they'd be had him anyway well, and and it's just like 
that 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 in and of itself, right, is is like um such a representation of the cruelty of war. Right. And it's to to pull it back to come and see. That's what the ends like one like the Indian scene is is you have all the people who are like, yeah, we're not Germans. We don't. We were like conscripted into the German military, and then you have like like the um fucking what is the 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 Prussians no fucking um, Belarusians. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It's it's no? the 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 German ethnic group that's like all the like, Aryan. No, 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 no. The uh, is it Prussian? It's in um. Crosses of iron, it, like, oh, like, like, right. like, like the, yeah. the, the colonel was like this this ethnic group. Was okay, like everybody a, in the comments is going to be like, well, I know what they're talking yeah. about, and I'm very smart. Uh, I, I, listen, I, do I don't know what I'm talking I, I about. I do. Okay? I'm just drunk, and I can't remember their name. But like, yeah, 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 so, so then there's that. I, th- I, I want to say Bavarian, but it doesn't sound right. Okay, well, but like Prussian or whatever. Continue. And he's like, I'm, I'm Prussian, and fuck all of you. I, like, you all deserve to die in camps. And so it's like, you know, you know, and then they, they gun everyone down. Yeah, of course. Well, it, that's, that's summarizing it. But like, it's like, yeah, war is hell. Like, and it's incredibly fucked up that like, you know, it, it's, it's fucked up. That's not like, like, like what we want it to be where it's like, oh, they surrendered, you know, time to treat them humanely and give them three meals a day. And like, they can sit, sit out until the war's over. Right. Or they could just blow them away right now. Yeah. Or so they just blow them. We away. can just light you on fire and not worry about it. Yeah. And but, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, um, after, after reconnecting our tangent with the movie, let's yes. jump to ads. Oh, is it time? It is okay. time for, for ads. Girls. I want, to be pretty where can i go to be pretty wait what if i lived in a fantasy world that wasn't real like in hashtag i hunt i bet i could be pretty over there yeah and i can i can i can be be pretty and and have uh exquisite makeup while while slaying monsters is that uh, what you do in that world that sounds cool. that that is and you use use an app on your phone to get contracts and you get exploited by the system of capital to 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 do dangerous menial uh part-time contracted labor all right Um, listen are there gender clinics in this game i i would assume so (laughs) (laughs) probably um i want to be a werewolf that goes to a gender clinic (laughs) uh (laughs) how much how much hrt does a werewolf need when that when it's a a lot more than you (laughs) um uh yeah 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 so uh hashtag i hunt uh our friends olivia and philomena uh we love them thank you for supporting us for so very long please go check out their tabletop um yes go buy it yeah buy it play it consume it be obsessed with it uh fight D nerds on twitter about it yeah uh milk your cat milk milk your cat about it i got nipples greg can you milk me <laughs> carve <laughs> carve carve hashtag i hunt into into a wall into your uh, arm like Slayer. Hashtag <laughs> I, I'm going to do this. Um, you know what's also beautiful, man? Nothing. The lovely art at Ambient Dream Studio. It's an Etsy store. Um, it's, oh, I've never heard of this. Tell me more. It's, it's, it's art. It's, it's art on, on paper. It's art on, on clothes. It's, it's just art. I like to be wearing clothes. I, I Half the time. But, yeah, that's fair. Um, pants are a joke and a but nightmare. But when 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 I do wear pants, I like to wear pants that look neat. 
um, ignore the pants, does, the work pants I didn't take off from today. Does Ambient Dream Studios make pants? They make yoga pants. <gasps> I actually might Gasp. need to buy those. Yes, I really, some, I, listen, I don't look. Listen, listen gonna, American yoga is the stupidest thing in the world. But trip, I like a pant. If you're gonna trip, you might as well trip wearing wearing lower wear that that will that you can just sit and look at the entire time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and be like, wow. Yeah, that's no. It's a good vibe. It's a good energy. It's uh, I, we support it and we support it. Um, but no, they support us. This is a more important part. Ambient Dream Studios on Etsy. Please check them out. Yes. Uh, buy some of their merch. Um, before we get too uh, deep in the in the weeds again, I want to mention that I have a book uh, called Fluids that's out. You can buy. People know. Um, yes. Um, and I'd also like to take this moment to apologize to our sponsors that it's taken us a little bit to get back into making content. Um, we're back. We're we're back. We're back, baby. Ads we're, are we're back. back. We're in strength. Yeah. Um. Uh. We're we're gonna try to reduce the amount of of jump cuts from uh brutal IRL killings to ad breaks, but you know, I, no no promises. No promises anymore. But uh. But yeah, if you would like to support the podcast, uh, we are looking for uh. Like, well, we could probably take on one more sponsor. Yeah. And um. And just general support at, over at patreon.com slash excrement. That's where you can find us. And uh. Please consider doing so as uh. Maya, as for I instance, needs spend, money for spend money on estrogen on estrogen. <laughs> Um, yeah, fair enough. Now, um, give me the tits. They're coming. Watch out. Uh, they'll be there and then you'll be like, oh no. Oh no. I can't go to work ever again. <laughs> uh, it's great. Anyway, so, um, also I wanted to mention I have a new record coming out on Halloween this year called My Dead Neopets. You've probably been hearing about it a bunch, um, but go check it out. I'm on Spotify. I just put out a, an EP called Stacy. you can check out. Um, but yeah, I'm on Spotify. Just look up Maley. It's um, almost to a thousand active listeners um, this week, which is a lot of listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, touring, it turns out, good idea for my <laughs> musical prowess. So um, now that we're done talking at length about ourselves and the people who support us, we got to get back to this uh, podcast. To come here. and see. Um, yeah, come and see these nuts. Behold, I saw... I fuck, I can't remember the Bible verse. Fuck, my phone's off. Um, Behold, I saw these nuts. I saw, I saw an angel, and he poured out the... Or, no, I think it's about the angel. I think it's about the angel of death, where it's like, Behold, I saw... We saw like a pale rider on on a black horse. Oh yeah, and he rode out and said, "Come and see," or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, and like I know that that's where the title comes from, mm -hmm. but also just as an urging, just as a sentiment, "Come and see." Right. I feel is like just as a sentiment, exactly what I'm well, always trying to tell people right. is just like no, like you, if this is what you're saying, and if this is how you feel, and this is what you believe. Come and see. Well, so like the pale, the pale, the pale rider on the on the black horse. That's like death, right? Right. And so I th the whole bit is he's like, this is what like it's like this is what the Book of Apocalypse is about. Yeah. Or Book of Revelations. I mean, it's like this is this is a literal apocalyptic devastation. Yeah. Um. This, it, which is like fair. Well, and also like I was doing some research on on him, and like he would the director would read autobiographical accounts like he would read accounts of of people who were um 
like fleeing Belarus. I think the book he was reading from is called like Out of the Fire. Yeah. But he would read these accounts to the to the extras as like, hey, this this is what you are thinking. Like this is what you need to have going through your mind as you're an extra in these scenes. Like yeah. this is your character inspiration. Like someone who saw their family murdered. Yeah, like, exactly. T- wrote about it. And then in like he also like the the scene in the bog where the the like, scene the, the scene where he's like dragging the girl through the bog yeah that's autobiographical to the director like he that scene is based on his experiences fleeing Stalingrad from the Nazis like yeah fuck <laughs> fuck indeed fuck yeah so like um there's an element of like. I feel or was it Leningrad? Anyway, one one of the sure. grads. I I feel strongly that like um the best things to talk about generally, the most important things to talk about are usually the things that people are the most terrified to talk about. You know, so like people will make uh art about their traumas but they won't make it about the intricacies of their traumas and they definitely will never paint themselves to be at all at play in that situation whatsoever mm-hmm. um so it's difficult yet very like um you know it's good and helpful um for people to address <clears throat> traumatic existence but do so in a way that's so like on its face, like, this is how it actually really was. Mm-hmm. Like, really try to just recreate the scenario completely. Right. Uh, and not necessarily as, like, a, you know, um, I don't know. It's It's weird because, like, a lot of people do this thing where they're like, I don't like movies with ideology. I don't like stories that have ideology, not realizing that everything has ideology. Yeah. But... They definitely they don't like things that generate sympathy. They like things that generate empathy and honesty. And so um I feel like Come and See is very much a movie that forces you as a viewer to join in and mm-hmm. get in there and see it and feel it yourself and and like really participate. Um whereas most stuff of this ilk will will paint a hyper perfect dramatic like version of the same thing and it won't mm-hmm. in any way speak truth but um i think that the reason that come and see has this reputation i think is mostly just because it it really is prioritizing speaking truth um and so there's not really much to say other than that it's just there's a lot of war movies and most of them are um, I'm gonna call them dick sucking horseshit. Like, yeah, I watched American Sniper. We talked about this. Yeah. like, like, good lord! Like, you want to talk about a movie that's just like over dramatizing actual events without ever at any point criticizing the <laughs> the root causes. Yeah, and and yet, like, come and see is whatever the antithesis of that is. Right. Well, and I also love it because I like. Russian perspectives in World War Two, because all of the American and Western perspectives of the Eastern Front came from the Nazis. And right. I resent believing any Nazi takes about anything, including the war they fought in. Yeah. So they can go eat a dick. 
and well, their accounts of of the Eastern Front can can go eat a dick because it's like you know you 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 read what the Nazis said. Nazis like, oh yeah, like all the Soviets were like subhuman imbeciles, and they only fought because a commissar was standing behind them with a gun to their heads. Right, and then everyone in the West went, yeah, that sounds right. And yeah. then you like listen to the Soviet, like you read the journals of like troops and officers and privates and it's like yeah like we just like walked past where like like a barn with 160 burned women and children in it like the nazis aren't taking prisoners and they're like a three days march from my family so if i don't run at this machine gun nest with my bare fucking hands they're gonna they're gonna do this to my family and like like there's these accounts of like the like a russian panzer division will like will kill a anti-tank emplacement to the man. They'll just kill every yeah. single person there. And then the guns will light up again. And the panzers will be going like, what the fuck? So they'll have to kill everyone in these anti-tank like, emplacements again. And they roll up and they find that like, women have like, dragged the corpses, of, the corpses of their husbands off the guns so they can shoot at the Nazis. Yeah. Like, it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, you know, that's just not something you get when you read, like, the fucking Kessel Ring? Was that the dick-ass, whatever, fucking big Nazi autobiography? Because, like, the Nazis are like, I'm going to write autobiographies about how great of a general I am so I can get a job at NATO. <laughs> like, Operation Paperclip, baby! Yeah, you... Don't don't look up the second uh, director of the UN. Don't look up the, the like... Don't look up who, who, who led NATO after... After I or the I, I think Eisenhower was the first person leading NATO, and I think the second one was a Nazi. Oh, perfect! <laughs> like, oh, good. Well, and, it's, and it's not so ideal. The other night, I was watching Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, which a lot of people have more modern opinions on nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending is very bad. Uh, it's also people are always like it's deeply transphobic, which is un. I mean, I feel like it's only fifty fifty because like you have to understand that. To b- depictions of trans people was just like a not a thing mm-hmm. un- until like in that sense that mainstreamed it but it mainstreamed it as a criminal thing which is very spooky like a sexual deviation but it, it but it tries to not be like it's a sexual deviation it, they were like it's a mental thing <laughs> you know and, and so it's just it's fucking all over the place but the point is during this time Hollywood uh, was you know around this time there was the uh, the Hollywood Hayes Code, and uh, not enough is ever said about the Hayes Code. But one of the big things um, about the Hayes Code that I learned was that Warner Brothers at one point was trying to make this movie that was about how Nazis had done some problems. Mm-hmm. And the Hayes Code has a little addendum in it that says that no film can at any point criticize a country that we're trying to have a decent yeah. relationship with. Mm-hmm. So they openly censored every time any filmmaker was like, Hey, I think we should be worried about the well, Nazis, which is why there aren't any. Well, that's why. So that's why Charlie Chaplin's the great dictator was such a big deal. Because yeah. He, he, he'd been trying to make it for literal years. Like he'd, and he, he'd been funding it himself because he couldn't find anyone to, right. Uh, to help him produce it. So he, he was like, mostly just doing it by himself um and like hollywood spent so much resources trying to like stop him trying to like snuff the film out yeah because but then the moment lord knows we don't want to damage the relationship with the nazis the moment world war ii started everyone's like 
oh shit uh, uh what do you need charlie like what can, what do you need <laughs> what do you need to finish the movie uh, yeah well and the weird thing too is that there's this big legacy of um well so birth of a nation in the united states right so it's like we we know that that in their mind was what film was supposed to be and they were trying to reinforce this idea that was that birth of a nation was actually the way that cinema was meant to progress which is very spooky but Mm -hmm. it's worth also mentioning that prior to that they were um there was a lot of like buzz for the importance of German expressionism, which is not to say that German expressionism is not a great art movement. It is a great art movement, especially visually, but it's also worth mentioning that no one ever, for some reason, um, asks the question like, you know, how, how much of, uh, how much of this stuff is actually like secretly, anti-semitic or secretly pro-fascist yeah uh and or not even secretly just plainly well yeah and then you've got a movie like metropolis which everybody's like oh fuck that nowadays which is really stupid because metropolis is great but metropolis is like yeah worker culture is like like capitalist worker culture is literal hell shit and i don't necessarily know if the filmmaker was like a hundred percent being like, yeah, but, um, the, you know, a lot of it is like inspired by Karl Marx ideas, like, which is, I I think this is another thing where when people talk about communism, they're, they're always like Karl Marx. And it's like, well, raise your hand if you know a, a flesh and blood, you know, old school communist, Probably not very many. There are people that self-identify as communists, but their version of communism is something that has completely, completely reworked itself through millions of different people talking about it. So people always think that all these ideas come back to the Communist Manifesto and, like, fucking Karl Marx. Not necessarily true anymore. Right, well, and, like, the, the early or late 18th century into the early 20th century. Yeah is like just economically is an incredibly different world from where we are now from where we are now so like while a lot of marx takes can be carried over there's also a lot of shit marx talked about that just doesn't work because it just doesn't have a one-to-one because like it's hard to have a one-to-one when like your primary audience goes from like disenfranchised steel workers to like baristas and i'm not trying to like disparage right, baristas course. but like just the nature of of labor has changed so significantly that there's just some aspects that don't apply like don't translate very well well and there's this big thing that people do nowadays where they're like you know no i mean it's not like i work in a factory you know i i have a fun job yeah i like my job it's fun mm-hmm. i have a fun job and it's like hot take no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you can enjoy yourself while you're at work, but that doesn't necessarily mean that work is enjoyable. Right. Well, well, or even if you are enjoying yourself, that that they're using, they're using that to exploit you. Like, exactly. Like that is you're still being is, exploited, and being exploited fucking sucks, and it's demoralizing. Yeah, it's nice that the capitalists are using the good bait on the hook, but it's still bait on the hook. <laughs> exactly, and so I don't know. That's worth mentioning, but you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, you're you're an internet person. That you know, you've got a good job," and it's like, 
if you only knew how many <laughs> fucking stupid things I have to deal with on a constant basis because of that and how frequently I'm like, I should just get a day job. I do think this very, I've thought this for a long ass time where I'm like, I should just get a fucking day job. Like I'm so tired of this. And then the idea of me getting a day job is equally horrifying. And then I come up with this idea where I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to work. And then I decide I'm going to not work and just, die and Mm -hmm. then work finds me and i'm like well we're back well so i don't know this idea that like work is fun and that being a slave to capitalism is fun is like a very uniquely american fascist idea but but anyway we kind of got really off off the rails here but uh more or less i think we're trying to talk about misconceptions and also you know Come and see. And and the reality is we don't really, even if we're baristas and we're being exploited, understand that we don't know the plight of the people who have it the worst in capitalism. We don't. And yeah, until you're digging out Elon Musk's cobalt. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until you're the, you're the person in the car that dies when he, tr- he tests his space truck. Uh, <laughs> it was on autopilot. Um, <laughs> He's holding that, that, like, like a remote, sharp like an RC front edge car, just decapitates some pedestrian. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, yeah, it was not my fault. Um, but anyway, so uh, so all of that is all of that, and uh, hopefully you can make sense of the things we're talking about because Lord knows I can't. Now, I, come and see. Good shit or mid good. or gold. I gold. forgot. We're really bad at this game. I. G- gold shit. I'm not mid. bad at the game. I'm drunk at the game. <laughs> I'm drunk at the game. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm gonna go gold too. Uh, it's classic for me. Uh, I think that it's one of those movies that everybody needs to see. Probably. Yeah. Um, I think definitely before before you try to explain your take about war to me on Twitter. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Like, well, and, and to go even further, or before you try to explain your take about World War II to me. Yeah. Well, and and so to go to go even slightly further, I think not only should you watch Come and See, but I think that you should watch it in a private setting alone. Yeah. I think that it should be a private viewing, and mm-hmm. you need to really cope with what they're trying to say, right? Because it's something that you're and I and Maya and everyone. Uh, we're going to be dealing with this for the rest of our lives. Like we're going to be dealing with the realities of this kind of shit for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And like, it's cathartic as fuck to just like weep openly about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and also like the fact that we made a podcast about it is kind of like weird because I don't even feel like it's a movie that necessarily needs to be talked about no. other than just like, you need to watch it and don't yeah. say anything to anyone else about it. Just tell people to watch it. Yeah. Like, and, um, and that's why we didn't go into a lot of what happened. The details. Because, yeah. Like just it's a go private watch. experience. Yes. Uh, I it's, think it should be viewed it's as a very such. intimate movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, Cause like the entire movie is people like most of the movies, people making eye contact, like, yeah. like fourth wall, into staring you. into not like past you past your eyes but into your soul and being like i am traumatically fucked up 
because yeah. of because of the circumstances of of what's happening. And you watch people get fucked up. Yes. You watch and not like violently, but well, but like you watch people get the PTSD. You see it happen. Like you see the shift in the person's face over the movie. Moment in the film is when he goes back to his village and you see the dolls on the ground uh-huh. and he looks at the dolls on the ground and he moves on. Yeah. Uh, and then the girl comes in and looks at the dolls and is flab like flab flabbergasted and in shock about it. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, the food's still hot. Do to do to do. And then she's like, look. And then he looks and it's like all flies and it's very obviously like the body of his like the bodies of his family. But they're just dolls on the floor and it's like fuck. Yeah, he just doesn't see yeah, them as people dolls. anymore. Yeah. He sees dolls covered in flies instead of his mother and sisters. Well and like to be honest with you, that that in and of itself is PTSD. Yeah. Given given that I've watched all these gore videos, that is a way that I unfortunately see things now mm-hmm. where I just like, well, there goes another guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, well anyway. that's that's basically been a podcast. Um I'm gonna you've leave came, I'm going to we You've saw <laughs> these nuts <laughs> um no so uh we i'm going to denver to watch a screening of the beyond right now the yeah. lucio volci movie it's gonna be nasty and go determine whether i should deal with my family or not <laughs> well so you can turn on your phone get a general vibe on the reaction and then just turn it back off and then process that's fair um but i don't think you necessarily need to engage it until you personally have got yourself in that spot where you're if, like i'm ready for that if if i like what i see i might i might engage engage but if i don't like what i see uh uh, I might engage what is that? more what is whiskey. That, what is that dumb cod line where it's like, Bravo 6, going dark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, I know your phone isn't on, so message me on Discord with like updates. You know, Let me know how oh, things yeah. are going, especially if you need me because I'm going to be out of town. But. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know if I'm going to be sober enough to put this out uh, the day we record this. So um, this will all be old... <laughs> old news by the time y'all listen to me talk about this yeah but well and and so just to cap it off we are all going to die war is constant and bad and it will be in the remainder of our lives uh if you're uh not living your life exactly how you want to uh what are you doing economists economists predict that in the next like 30 to 50 years uh like 3 million people are gonna die so get on living get on living dude you gotta get you gotta get to the place. Enjoy it like, while it lasts. I you know, no one's gonna force you, no one's gonna tell you you've got to live your life or they're gonna kill you. Um but at the same time, I don't think people have a have a tendency to realize the stakes. Mm-hmm. And they're much higher than they look. Anyway, all anyway, right. Have all a right. good podcast. Oh wait, we just had a good we podcast. Just did. You <laughs> have a good day. We'll have a good podcast. Okay. Goodbye now. Peace.